Welcome to Jake and Afraid. I'm your host, four-time Naked and Afraid survivalist, Jake Nodar. Join me as I recap each new Naked and Afraid episode, guest hosted by some of the show's favorite alumni. Each week, we'll recap each episode with a perspective only a survivalist of the show can give. Now let's get naked. Hello, and welcome to Jake and Afraid. Today, I am joined by one of the more handsome Naked and Afraid cast members. He is a four-time Naked and Afraid survivalist. The one, the only, Jake Nodar. Thanks for being here, Jake. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, So we had a guest lined up, and there was some uh, confusion with Mountain Time. I'm on the East Coast. She is Mountain Time, but I didn't take into consideration that Arizona is different. So anyway, we both logged on to the interview uh, just an hour apart. So unfortunately, you are stuck with me this week. I got some unpleasant emails because I skipped last week's episode. So I didn't want to leave you high and dry again. So I'm just going to give you a real quickie today. Just going to go over it, knock it out, and we will be sure to have somebody very special for you for the next episode. So here we go. This is Naked and Afraid Castaways Season 1, Episode 4, Trading One Hell for Another. We pick up on Day 7 with Heather really struggling, and she is crying. She wants to go home. I feel like her team is kind of rallying around her, which I am impressed with, because they have had some turmoil, I would say, mostly because of friction fire, but they do rally. Boulent ashes up and goes to check on his trap. There was some activity around it. The bait was gone, but no bacon yet. Naeem, Kara, and Boulent grab a bunch of metal and other garbage to basically create this funnel in hopes of basically bottlenecking the pig into the snares. For me, it kind of makes me worried. You know, there's all this like garbage. And why is the pig going to be like, you know what? Let me walk through this tunnel of hell, you know, to get to the snares when I can just go around through the natural shrubs. Just my thought, but you never know. I'm not familiar with pigs on these islands. So I'm hopeful that it works for their sake. We shall see. Anyway, while they are working on building this funnel, Boulin is taking charge per use, and he doesn't seem to really want to listen to what his teammates have to say. I feel like at this point, Kara is doing a really good job understanding Boulent and where he is coming from. Naeem, not so much. And I love Boulent to death, but he looks like he's just like, no, I, I don't like that. I don't like your idea. There are only two ways of doing something, the Boulent way or the wrong way. So there's definitely some tension there. Regardless, they power through, they get the task done. Then we see Candace, Justin, and Rachel who haven't eaten in five days. Candace heads out looking for food for the team. Justin is getting jugs of water. And Rachel is looking for the daily trash slash treasure that the tide brings in. And Candace, while out, finds a bunch of snails. And they are going to be eating. You know, whether you like escargot or not, it's protein. So go, Candace. Heather, Patrick, and Andrew get some coconuts, but need fresh water to get 
properly hydrated. This has been a struggle for them since day one. While out searching for fresh water, they spot a saltwater crocodile, you know, cue the intense Jaws-like music. They have to cross this, this little tributary to get to the other side in hopes of finding fresh water, but there is a strong likelihood that one of them is going to be eaten. So it was a, a very suspenseful water crossing. I was actually really surprised when it was only knee deep, but it was scary nonetheless. And such a blessing. Nobody got eaten by a crocodile. So super, super blessed there. Anyway, they cross over and they do find a freshwater source. And it was, I feel like, uh, one of the first big victories for this team. They've struggled with fire the whole time. They have not always seen eye to eye. And they have this. So they are at least hydrated now. So that is gorgeous. We get back to Candace. And she brings the snails to camp. And to make it even more exciting, they cook the snails in a bedpan. Gross. Uh, Justin refers to the dish as the poo-poo platter, which I thought was very clever. Well done, Justin. Rachel clearly did not like the taste of the snails. I, you know, it's one of those things that it's a texture thing for me. Like, I, I'm not a big snail fan myself, but you got to do what you got to do. Anyway, completely unrelated to that. Well, sort of. Speaking of snails, uh, do yourself a favor and watch the movie Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. It's pretty amazing. You'd be surprised. So you can thank me later. Day eight, Andrew attempts to use the mirror to start a fire, but unfortunately it's overcast. So getting sunlight to reflect off your mirror is really a challenge. And that's clearly not going to work. Heather spots a crab. Patrick comes running and the two of them work together and they get a really nice sized crab. It looked very tasty. I come from Baltimore, so I know my crabs. <laughs> that sounds weird. However, they have this crab, but they don't have fire, so they have no way of cooking it. We're back to Justin and Rachel and they go back to the boat that they had found days prior to look for any treasures that they might have missed. They found some old goggles and a swim cap. Justin finds a hatchet. Some nice finds, nice treasures, well worth the trip to the boat. Boulent, Kara, and Naeem check the snares and nothing. Naeem seems to have more experience hunting and trapping pigs, but Boulent won't listen to his advice. I think it kind of is sounding like Boulent has more experience on these actual challenges, so is kind of taking the lead, which is leading to Naeem being uh, very frustrated, and understandably so. I don't think he is really feeling heard or seen. So, Bulent, let's just learn, you know, to listen, process, and just work as a team. Rachel sees the boat they found drifting away with the tide and swims out to grab a life preserver that they had left on it. She gets it and jumps back into the water, and she thought it was going to be deeper than it actually was. And you can see, you know, they play it back, and it's like she really jars that leg and is in a ton of pain. Uh, Rachel responds by saying, thank God I didn't dive, which is one of the reasons I love Rachel. She's, she's amazing. She, her leg is, like, destroyed, and she's, like, you know, still seeing the silver lining. So go, Rachel. 
Heather, Andrew, and Patrick are looking for something to help start a fire. Patrick finds a gorgeous doll head, which uh, will give them nightmares, I'm sure, if they bring that into their shelter. More importantly, he finds an old busted lighter. Heather finds a jug with a little bit of gasoline left in it. All in all, a very successful treasure hunt for the day. They use the flint and steel from the two lighters, work at it, bam, fire. And they are overjoyed, well-deserved. They have worked at this, they have tried their pants off, and they finally have fire. Over a week of trying and their persistence pays off. We jump back to Boulent, Naeem, and Kara in their camp. Boulent tries to give a motivational speech to Naeem, and it's not well-received. There's definitely a lot of tension in camp. And thank God for Kara being there because she is really doing an amazing job of keeping the peace. I feel like much in the same way that Patrick was with Heather and Andrew, she is really, really doing everything she can to ensure everybody just lives in harmony. So way to go, Kara. We're back to Rachel and her knee is really hurting. She makes an adorable little brace. Candace is out looking for hermit crabs now. I mean, she's just been pretty amazing with, with just being out every day, being, being super proactive. That team, just from day one, has worked so well together. It's been really nice to see. Then we see Patrick out looking for resources, and he finds a huge parrotfish that had washed up on the shore. So I will say, like, despite their having their you know moments with the friction fire and a lot of failed attempts at fire and getting water. It's really nice to see their team having so many successes in a short amount of time. You know, they are able to have this amazing fish feast with a side of crab. So good for you guys. That was, that was really great to see. Then while feasting on the hermit crabs, Candace mentioned something about being bit on the neck by something. I wasn't really clear. I, I watched it back a few times and couldn't really tell exactly what she said, but it seemed as though something had bit her on the neck. Day nine, Candace's face is pretty swollen on one side, and the medic comes in to check her out. Doesn't look like there's any sign of any bite or scrape or anything back there, but it is noticeably swollen, and she's in a bit of pain. They say we have to keep an eye on it. And if there's no improvement, then they're going to have to take her out. So three hours later, the medic comes back and makes the decision to medically tap her. It was a very emotional tap. I mean, not only is this team incredibly close, but this was her redemption. And she was trying you know, so hard to redeem herself from her first 21 day. And in my eyes, she did. I mean, I feel like being someone that has been medically tapped... I feel like, you know, she gave her all out there. And, you know, sometimes Mother Nature has other plans for us. The team's been amazing, and this is definitely a devastating blow to them. Anyway, she is taken out, and it turns out that she had a severe bacterial infection. And I, I hope, I hope that they give her one more shot. But we will see what happens with that. So... Anyway, that is it for our little recap. I promise you we will make up for it next time. I did hear word that we might be skipping a week for Labor Day, and they might just be doing some repeats. So if that's the case, we'll be back the following week. Whatever. Whenever there's the next new episode, 
We're going to make sure it's a really stunning one for you. And as always, I really appreciate you guys listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and send any questions you have about the show to questions at jakeandafraid.com. Be sure to tune in next time for an all-new gorgeous episode of Jake and Afraid. Until then, have a blessed week.